Hello and welcome to What's the Big Idea? I'm your host, Paige Curtis. Today's episode is brought to you by Destination Imagination, commonly referred to as DI, the leading creative problem-solving experience for children. Through DI's innovative project-based educational experiences, participants gain the skills that will set them up for success and careers like the one we're going to hear about today. Learn more about DI at destinationimagination.org. On today's episode, we are pleased to welcome John and Mark Cronin. John and Mark are a father-son duo who are the co-founders of John's Crazy Socks, a fabulous online store that sells the most fabulous socks. I ordered some today with a spa hat on them. After launching their business in 2016 using a Shopify site and a Facebook page, they very quickly grew John's Crazy Socks to a multi-million dollar business. But that's not all. From the beginning, John and Mark donated 5% of their earnings to the Special Olympics, and they continue to find ways for their business to make charitable contributions and spread their message of happiness. If you're listening to this and you're like, I think I've seen them on TV, you're probably right. These gentlemen are everywhere. They've even testified twice before Congress. And you can now listen in to their own weekly podcast called Spreading Happiness, wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us today from New York, please welcome John and Mark Cronin. Wow, Paige. Thank you, Paige. I really appreciate it. What a great intro. That sounds great. You guys earned every part of it. <laughs> well, we have a lot to live up to then, huh? You do. And I want to I want to dive right in with you telling us about how you started John's Crazy Socks and your amazing mission. Well, uh, that's good because right origin stories give us our DNA. Um, so our story starts back in the fall of 2016 in a small log cabin in the woods. No. No. It starts on suburban Long Island, outside New York City. And where were you, buddy? I was at Huntington High School. I was going to be in my last year school. John was in high school, finishing up. Now, here's something you need to know about John. John's many things. You're an entrepreneur. Damn. You uh, are a sock tycoon? Yes. You're a public speaker? Yeah. You make charity donations? You're a philanthropist? Yes. You're a dancer? Yes, I am. An athlete? Yes. A good friend? Yes, I am. And you got a girlfriend, so that means you're a boyfriend. Yes. Yes. So he's many things, but John also has Down syndrome. Um, And so John... You know, when he's leaving school, he's looking for meaningful work to find. And what were you looking at, buddy? I look at job, program, and school. I don't like something I like. He didn't say anything he liked. And Paige, this is an unfortunate reality for too many people with differing abilities. Mm. They, there just aren't enough good options out there for But this is the big idea podcast. This is the big idea podcast. John here yes. is a natural entrepreneur. And if you didn't see a job you wanted, what'd you say? I said, I want to create one. I want to make one. He'll just make a job. And what'd you tell me? I, I, I said, I want to go up with my dad. I nice brothers that been together. 
right? So that's pretty cool. My son, the, di- the dynamic me, duo, saying, "Dad, let's go into business together." Um, I'm a lucky man. I got three sons, and this is one I can work with. So <laughs> now we had to come up. What would be the idea? And and here's something that's true about entrepreneurs. All entrepreneurs have a lot of ideas, but they're not all good ideas. What was one of your ideas? Uh, uh, one, of the, one of them is uh, a food truck. I got an idea from the movie Chef and John Farrow. The movie about uh, a father and son um, uh, buying a food truck. So, you know, for the listeners out there, you get ideas for a business all over the place. John got one from a movie. And we started thinking, what would we make in our food truck? And we're having fun thinking about this and planning. But we ran into a problem. We can't cook. Yeah, we can't <laughs> A critical issue with a food truck. <laughs> but then, right before Thanksgiving here in the U.S., right, late November, John had his eureka moment. I did. I want to sell crazy socks. Why socks? It's fun. It's colorful. It's crap. I'll always let me be me. John had worn these crazy socks his whole life. We used to drive around looking for them. So we figured if John loved them that much, surely other people would too. And we could find our tribe. We could connect with folks. So at that point, what most folks would do is stop everything and prepare a detailed business plan. And if there are students out there, right, it's like a big report. And you do some analysis of the market, who would buy things and who's the competition and how would you produce things and your financial plan. Uh, That's not what we did. We went the lean startup route. We said, let's just get something up and running and see if it'll work. So as you mentioned in the intro, we set up a, a website on the Shopify platform. We got some inventory and we're bootstrapping, which meant we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't get outside investment. You have to make do with what you have. So the only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page and I would take out my cell phone and we made videos. And who do you think was in those videos? I am. I'm talking about socks. Socks, socks, Right? John, talking about socks. And we noticed people started sharing those videos. And what day did we open? We opened on a Friday, December 9, 2016. We didn't know what to expect, but we got what felt like a flood of orders. We got 42 orders the first day. And most of them were local. They were in Huntington, which made sense. John was in the high school. It's where we lived. We had temporary office space there. So what did we do with those first orders? Uh, our, our home delivery. We got red boxes. We put the socks in the box and we looked at it and said, it needs more, needs something else. So what else did you put in? I put a thing in there, I wrote, and candy. John sat down and wrote a handwritten thank you note for every customer. We got bags of Hershey's Kisses and poured them in the boxes, loaded up the car, drove around. And what do you do? I, I do a home delphine. You knocked on doors, handing out those socks. I did. There were some nights. We were out at 10 o'clock at night and John is knocking on doors. Hey, just John with your socks. <laughs> <laughs> How did the customers respond? I kind of loved it as they took a picture and showed it on the mirror. 
uh, where I get that spread. So by the end of that month, we had shipped 452 orders. And we knew we had something. We were going to test it. We had something. And we had learned three things. One. One. People want to buy socks. One, people want to buy socks. Two. Two, people want to buy socks. Me. People wanted to buy from John. They related to John. They liked the fact we had already pledged five percent of our earnings to the Special Olympics. And why the Special Olympics? I have been to the Yeah, you are. They liked the personal touch. And there's something else. You learn by doing. So we yes. learned that this young man This is old man. And this old man <laughs> sucks. So that's how we got started, Paige. It's a, it's an amazing story. And I read an interview that you guys did where you said the personal touch, the candy and the notes, which you still do, um, are something that you don't get when you order from Amazon. And so I'm interested to know what inspired and continues to inspire those thank you notes. Well, you have to come back to our mission. What are we all about? What's our mission, pal? Spreading happiness. It's spreading happiness. And we've built that on five pillars. I can go through those. But one of them is we're looking to make personal connections. You know, businesses frequently focus on a transaction. We just want to make a sale. We're saying, no, we're in this for the long haul. So we're looking to make personal connections and share the experience with our customers. We're looking to create experience for our customers. Once you believe that, then it becomes manifest in everything you do. So let's take you know our package. If you order socks from us, we don't just send you socks. When you get that package, on the outside, you see John's smiling face because he's the logo and we have the logo all over the package. You open it up and you get your socks and then you get uh, a, um, the handwritten note from John. And on the flip side of that, it tells the story of how we got started in our giving back program. You get a package of candy and on the packing slip, you see the name in the picture of the person who packed your order. And what our customers know is when they buy from us, they help us employ people with differing abilities. So more than half of our colleagues have a differing ability. They help us give back. They put us in a position to do the advocacy work, to go and meet with Congress or speak at the UN. So when you open that package, You're not just getting socks. You're getting a whole experience. You are now part of this. And that's that's some of our thinking. That's what we're trying to do. That's an amazing story. And it's a good segue into my next question for you, which I think may have a really fascinating answer. And that's what is a typical workday look like for the two of you? Well, I don't know if we have a typical work day. I suspected that answer. <laughs> um, let's see. Today, what we could just take today. So 
I, I was going up this morning. Um, this morning I went up to a a a we 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 do a a a podcast. We we doing um a spring happiness podcast with John and Mark. Talk about I, I talk about uh, I, I I have live live I, I be right. But we so we and, recorded our podcast right. Then we came back to the office and I had a call with a an app developer in India who makes an app that makes websites more accessible. So myself and our webmaster spoke to them about how we could work together and maybe use that at our site. We're now doing this interview. Um, this morning, I also, you know, for me, it was making sure we're set for our monthly management meeting next week and following yeah. up on our April Fool's joke today because today's April 1st. And what are we offering for our April Fool's joke? I, I, if, I invisible. Invisible socks. You can wow. buy invisible <laughs> socks for $2. Right. Um, later today, uh, it's Friday. So what's every Friday? Uh, uh, staff lunch. We have staff lunch Friday, so we'll have that. Um, we have a visitor coming in from the uh, Autism Society of America, and we have a check we're going to present to them and do like a big check ceremony. And then at 3 o'clock, EBC TV is interviewing us uh, as part of their uh, Autism Awareness Day coverage. So John will be interviewed. I'm really excited. And in between, you'll probably pick some orders, do some gift wrapping. Yes. So that's one day. Um, but they vary, you know, depending on depending what we're doing. What are some of the things you do at work? I, I, I do uh, videos. I do uh, uh, September. Uh, September. I. Sometimes I get rapping. Uh, I do a speaking engagement, home deliveries, podcasts, um, interviews, meetings. Um, you give tours. Tours, design stock. <laughs> he does a lot of things. They, yeah. They used to say, and I don't know if your audience will know him, there was a singer named James Brown, R&B singer, and they would say James Brown was the hardest working man in showbiz. Well, John, he's the hardest working man in Sockdom. Yeah, I sit on the lock. <laughs> Actually, I can tell you an anecdote about that with John. Okay. This is a good story. <laughs> um, a couple of years ago, we were helping out at a fundraiser for the Special Olympics in New York City, in Manhattan. It was a young professional mixer. It was at a very hot club, a lot of Wall Street types. It was a great time. You liked all the pretty girls. I do. <laughs> and, but we didn't get home until three in the morning. And wow. I said to John, I said, listen, you haven't had a day off in ages. Take tomorrow off, just sleep in. And he said, yeah, oh, okay, dad. So I got up, I came to the office. At about 10 o'clock, who comes walking through the door? It's John. So what are you doing? He said, I took an Uber to the office. I got work to do. <laughs> it's a good way to be. 
I, I think I think for a lot of our listeners, what they can learn from this is that being a business owner and an entrepreneur comes with a very diverse set of tasks that you're doing on a daily basis, which sounds like a pretty great job to me. That sounds very dynamic. You like working? I do. This is part one of our interview with John and Mark Cronin. Tune in next week for part two. We would like to acknowledge that this episode of What's the Big Idea was recorded on land originally inhabited and cultivated by the Lenape, Sioux, and Shawnee Nations. We are grateful for this land and for the people who have stewarded it for generations. This episode was produced by Kelsey Selleck with voiceover material provided by Don Alfiero with music by Kevin McLeod. Special thanks to our guests, John and Mark Cronin for joining us today. You can learn more about John and Mark by visiting johnscrazysocks.com. If you'd like to inspire even more big ideas for young people around the world, consider making a charitable contribution to DI at destinationimagination.org slash donate. I'm Paige Curtis. Thanks for listening to What's the Big Idea? Are you brand new to Destination Imagination and ready to learn more? Join us for an introductory webinar. These 45-minute information sessions are designed for parents, educators, and volunteers who are ready to learn the basics of DI and how to get started. Sign up for a complimentary live session online or download the captioned video on demand. Register today at destinationimagination.org slash the big idea. The U.S. Department of Labor estimates that 65% of today's students will be employed in jobs that have yet to be invented. We have no way of knowing what those jobs will entail. But we do know that the skills that will prepare them for success are the skills that they can develop through destination imagination. Hi, I'm Chris Beisel, Director of Training for Destination Imagination. I was a team manager for 15 years and 22 teams before I joined the staff. Being a team manager was the best thing that I did for all my children. Destination Imagination, or DI, is an international project-based competition that reinforces the four C's, communication, collaboration, critical thinking, and creativity. You probably heard about those skills in today's episode, and DI is the place where kids like yours develop those skills for themselves. Students work together in small teams to create solutions to a challenge. DI's team challenges fall into one of seven categories, scientific, technical, engineering, fine arts, improvisation, service learning, and for our younger children, early learning. A DI team selects one of those seven challenges and prepares a solution to present to the local tournament. Throughout the experience, students create projects, solve problems, build relationships, learn new concepts, and have a great time in the process. We're building the workforce of the future. Today's DI participants are tomorrow's innovators, problem solvers, and leaders. If that sounds like a good fit for you and the young people in your life, we would love to have you join us. To get started today, visit DestinationImagination.org slash learn more.